0: This is an area code podcast.
1: Hi, folks. Glad you're here. Wanted to give you a little context for the sudden tone shift you're about to hear in this episode. We recorded this one on March fourteenth when we were feeling pretty optimistic about things. We're officially a year into the pandemic. People are getting vaccinated. Things are opening up a bit. The sun is shining. It's a little warmer. It felt like we could openly daydream about that light at the end of the tunnel something that none of us, and I imagine you two, haven't really allowed ourselves to do in a very long time. And then two days later, on March 16th, a man decided to take the lives of eight people in Atlanta. And when we recorded a couple days later, it felt right to address it. And we thought about having that episode play before this episode, since they both didn't follow our typical framework, but ultimately it needed to stand alone. So this one's a bit lighter, and something we insisted on having released versus just tossing in the trash, so that white supremacy doesn't always get to derail everything. Hope you like it. You're on the mic.
0: <laughs> You'd make a great producer. <laughs> you
1: would. You. You, you all be the
0: PG- would. No, I make mean, us. I know I would make a. Oh pair, yeah, I see, you would. You would just I be would. like. We're I done. Would. I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, you want a what? No, we're not doing that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this session's over.
0: <laughs> I we would want to be we a director. Make... Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think people would walk all over me and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know? actually, you're the only the producer
0: hat in this and that's okay. Not everyone needs to be or should be a producer. <laughs> if True. we had a world full of pro- actors who would be good at producing, improv wouldn't exist.
2: Oh my and God. That's I am so nothing scary. without improv. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, Yeah, we are nothing without improv. I was thinking about that this morning. Um, Okay, let's do this.
0: I'm everything without it. (laughs)
1: Ooh. (laughs) Save it for the show. I'm Ashley Whitehurst, and I've been performing and directing and teaching and producing improv and sketch comedy
2: for almost 15 years. I think poop jokes are funny. I'm Felicia McLeod, an improviser, writer, voiceover actress, and just started reading tarot cards. Hit your girl up.
0: Hi, my name is Steve Hahn. I'm an improviser, on-camera actor, and director, and my estranged father has tried to connect with me on LinkedIn before. Hi, Kevin.
1: Welcome back to Comedy Has an Ouchie. I'm Ashley.
2: I'm Felicia. I'm Steve. Ah,
1: uh, and we are here. How, how is everyone doing? We are officially a year into the pandemic. How yeah, are we we're feeling filming, like?
0: or recording we're recording this on the one year anniversary, which was March fourteenth.
1: Wow, that's true. This is the weekend that all the 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 dumb people in Chicago ruined it for everybody else and we went into lockdown because uh, they were all at the bars. Do you guys well, you know people
0: that? are partying again. this you know, yeah, I've I seen know. so many stories Saw of that. people partying. <sighs>
2: And it's like, just stay inside just, a little while longer. We, we all want to party. No one wants to be stuck inside. Mm.
0: Like, I think they think that we don't want to. I think yeah. that's what they think. They think that we're like thriving indoors. And it's like, no.
2: <laughs> I uh. am struggling. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I agree. Me too. And I, I feel frustrated or kind of crazy when I'm like, am I the only one not
2: mm-hmm. packed on
1: a porch in a really unsafe way having a drink with people,
2: no? Well
0: it looks like the three of us are in a regular location, so I'm <laughs> assuming that th- at least at least the three of us aren't.
2: <laughs> What's keeping me hopeful though is like people who are just sitting at at home watching TV aren't going to take videos and be like, "Here I am sitting on my couch." That's true. So there's more That's of true. us than there is of them. That's true. Yeah,
1: that is true. Uh, yeah. And so- I, I, I was
0: telling you this beforehand, but I got vaccinated yesterday, and um, there, was a, yes! there was a bunch. Yes! There was a bunch of people getting vaccinated, so I, I felt yes. a lot more hope because it was yes. just cool to see. And they were letting people like just who were like there to buy like my fr- um, like our our friend of the pod Jules she like got hers when yeah, she was I just, saw like, that buying, yeah she's just like buying a birthday card and then they like had it was the end of the day I think and they had the extra and they were like do you want one and she was like yeah absolutely
2: yes.
1: <laughs> yeah Hell yes yes oh my gosh uh yeah it's a it's a twofold thing you're protecting yourself and the more people who get vaccinated protect everyone else so Michelle Obama
0: said that oh and everyone's been saying that everyone's saying that Michelle Obama said that I was like. No, no, no! If you're saying it, you're you're you're, you're our Michelle Obama. And when <laughs> Michelle Obama said that, I was like, I was like, you know, I know that everyone knows this, but hearing it from you really makes it make sense. <laughs> like, I know how vaccines work, and like, you're not saying anything novel, but like, I really believe it when you say it. <laughs>
1: that is true. That is so. They tell us that every year with the flu, but for some reason, it's hitting differently when you know when we hear it from Michelle.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <sighs> she got her vaccine, right?
0: She did. She and Barack both got it on live video. Or like they got it on video so that, you know, they're encouraging people to get it.
1: Oh, perfect. So wonderful. I'm so happy that you got it. I'm so happy people we love are getting it. Um, We are waiting Me patiently. Too. Um, Yeah. And I hope that you don't have any terrible um side effects from it
0: no i don't uh, luckily and also if you're listening to this and you're in certain zip code when this comes out if things might be more updated but you can check out like if you go on twitter they have certain zip codes if you're in chicago where you can just go to the united center and mm-hmm. get it now so like if you're eligible please go get it it's free yeah. <laughs>
1: And if you please. can use your privilege to help uh, people who might not have internet ac- access be able to sign up, please do that because that's a big mm-hmm. issue with the sign-up situation. Um, oh, yeah.
0: There was an older woman at the Walgreens I went to yesterday who didn't have internet or didn't have a computer. And like <laughs> mm-hmm. the the really nice pharmacist who was working um, had to like walk her through and like sign mm. it up for her online and stuff. It was Aww. really great. Yeah.
2: Hell, yeah. That's what keeps me hopeful. That's what like gives yeah. me joy.
0: Yes. yes. Altruism. Altruism. <laughs>
2: Mm. Hey,
1: speaking of hopeful, I th- uh, let's let's uh, flip the podcast today. Um, I want to talk about what is healing comedy and what mm. th- we're feeling hopeful about. So, Steve, Felicia, any any thoughts about that?
2: Mm. Well, we are in that home stretch of everyone being vaccinated. Um, I already feel somebody inviting me to their midnight show to do improv <laughs> and being and in the of safely time. and go.
0: I'll go. <laughs> I'll actually go this time <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> I will go I will tell three other people and I will pack that house um, mm-hmm. and when I say pack the house I mean 10 people for a midnight show and that is delicious
0: <laughs> yeah I feel um, I mean it's it's kind of weird right where it's like we're in this final home stretch because people are like actively getting vaccinated we're getting dates for when we should be able to achieve heart immunity mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. like we're like like there's really things that are going on but it's harder kind of in that way too because it's like it's the waiting that makes it i think before yeah. there was like hopelessness but it wasn't hard in the sense that it was we were just like i don't know when it's going to be over and um, i'll just make banana bread until that day but now it's like <laughs> yeah. we know what day we're aiming for as a country we know people like i i i've seen so many people get vaccines i see this home stretch so it's harder kind of in a way cuz now it's just like it's, it's 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 like it's like um like tantalizing us I guess is the right word it's like mm-hmm. it's making fun of us it's like you know I don't know why I did that my arm hurts um, because
2: <laughs> you're trying to show dangling like, yeah like I'm trying a to show dangling, dangling in thing, front of us. But my arm
0: hurts um, <laughs> but things that are making me hopeful um you know people are making a lot more of their own content nowadays which is amazing yes.
2: mm-hmm. amazing
0: it's so amazing to see people um just like do it
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how easy it is, because you were saying, like, on TikTok, people are just making quick little videos. Mm -hmm. Um, People are writing. People are getting hired to jobs. It's like, those are, like, things that I'm like, okay, we're going to be okay.
0: Yeah. I see a lot more. I see, like, there's a shift towards more, like, stories from marginalized communities that are being asked to come to the forefront Mm -hmm. that don't have to exist in, in in a white space i think that's mm-hmm. what's bringing me hope right like i think like like a black lady sketch show right there's like mm-hmm. there's yes. more content like that right that's like the, like that's no longer the only thing that's in the pipeline right we mm-hmm. have other projects that allow people to tell their stories without having to exist in the presence of like overcoming something right they can just exist they can just be right like Shits creek is no longer going to be the only show that exists mm-hmm. like like what would these people look like like it's like it's like you know those those stories of queer people are always told like overcoming something and now it's just exa- existing without that And i think the pandemic has brought across like a lot of racial um reckoning that's been mm-hmm. needed to be able to allow for these marginalized stories to exist which is amazing which we love
2: yeah it makes me so excited
0: it makes me so excited so to see, excited like,
1: i was i was thinking about this in terms of our stages and and what shows are going to look like after this um and, and hopefully they're going to do it in a healthy way. But mm-hmm. I was really feeling hopeful about um, people's stories being told in just, like, really complex and textured ways that I don't think has existed. And so we 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 may get, like, a main stage show or an improv show or, or whatever it is that is just, like, this beautiful show about these human beings existing and showing the point of view mm-hmm. and having – Packed houses see this, and then it's just a ripple effect from there. You know, it's just like, oh my god, this is that person's lived experience. It's making me think in a different way. And then, yeah, I was, I was just feeling very hopeful about the power of comedy and the power of our institutions mm-hmm. and using their power for good. And I, and mm-hmm. I hope, <laughs> I'm so hopeful right now. Um, yeah,
0: I would want there to. I, I, I look forward to hopefully. I would love to see a Manage or etc. review where there's not a single white man
2: in the Mm, cast and it's not Mm. like
0: a, it's not for anything specific other than that it's just those are the six people that they chose or the most talented people that they chose Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yeah i was thinking about that too and and how they can select them or this cast in a a really healthy and transparent way so it doesn't feel like oh you kind of just did this to react to something but it was actually it was it was holistically thought through and um And and done in a way that doesn't set these performers up for unnecessary um, harm, if that makes sense.
2: I love that. So it's not just like an afterthought. It's a we wanted – we set intentions to make sure that we were doing the right thing, casting the right people. I love that.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I – I am late to the game on this show, but I was uh binging I May Destroy You. I don't know if you guys have seen this one. Oh, we love
0: Michaela Cole. Michaela Cole does yes. every good Did thing. Did you guys
1: see her Chewing Gum show like years yes, ago? Yes, I used oh, to watch Chewing
0: Gum in high in college. God, it
1: That's was That's when so I fell freaking. in love with her. And yes. I was like, I,
2: I will watch everything you do. Yeah. Her
1: on her and screen, I just like cannot take my eyes off. Everything she does is just so captivating. Um, but I was struck by this thought when I was watching the show, where I was like, oh, this is so awesome to watch people uh with different lived experiences me but they're not talking about that specific our big difference which is they're black and i'm not they're actually talking about really serious things you're seeing Mm -hmm. you know somebody struggle with auditions you're seeing someone struggle with um I guess is this a spoiler sexual assault? No, it's in the log line you can you can see that um and and you're you're seeing them navigate their relationships in a really interesting way, but it's never brought up that these are black people doing a thing. Do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and i I want more of that um yeah so that's been yeah, that's been something i've I've been really inspired by and hope to see more of
0: mhm. <laughs> I, I i do me too
1: <laughs> <laughs> me too yeah me, me too um
0: yeah i look forward to seeing yeah there's a lot of there's a lot, there's a lot of changes happening right now and um i look forward to seeing what that looks like when it's not only online
2: <laughs> absolutely yeah to see live yeah. theater to see it live yeah. would be really fun and like yeah. even in like in the institutions in like in teachings and in classes and Mm -hmm. who people are being reached out to, to come to these classes. I'm excited to see what, what will happen when we put action to our words that we've been Mm. saying for so long. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, I think it speaks to kind of what Steve is saying. We see the light and it's very easy for all of us to sit here and say, this needs to change. This needs to change. Mm -hmm. Um, What happens, though, in in the moments where we're a year out of this and we start to fall back into the same patterns that we were in the past and and these institutions
2: start to kind of backslide? Um, I feel like we can't, you know, we can't let let it go back to what it used to be. I don't think it will, though.
0: I genuinely don't, because I think people are finally feel like they have a voice, you know, when they're not going to want to, you know, I mean... I guess progress can move backwards, but I think in at least the comedy community, it's not going to, it's not going to, I'm hoping.
2: Yeah. People will be way more vocal.
1: Yeah. It seems like there's no benefits of the doubts anymore. We've got to speak up in the moment. I'm curious of what online shows that you've seen that you think will... and let me let me say say why I'm asking this question I was thinking about the online shows and how will they will we be so burnt out on them by the time Mm -hmm. we get back to being normal are we just going to leave that in the past and then I was sort of thinking how they've made comedy and theater a lot more accessible to people who you know can't attend these shows for whatever reason Mm -hmm. and I'm wondering what parts of online shows that you've seen that you hope will continue or something gets implemented uh, as a part of a live show there's anything off the bat that you can think of.
0: Um, I hope that we start moving towards just like you said more accessibility not just from like I mean I think it's cool that anyone in the world can kind of watch this stuff like obviously that's great Um, like all my students for the classes that I'm teaching are like they're like all over the world like truly everywhere and I think that's really cool um, to have that global perspective versus like when I used to teach in person and it would be like you know the same it would be like 10 Noah's and 30 there 30, 30 Caitlin's and you know they all they all work for Deloitte you know I mean? like, like you know it's nice to have global perspective um, but I think there needs to be more accessibility just across the world like I think I think a big shift that I'm glad people are moving towards is closed captioning and I hope that there's yes, like more absolutely. more stuff like that when it comes to just creating your content for online but also like in, on stages like I, like there should be a sign language interpreter if like you register yes. ahead of time like it doesn't have to be like every show but it if you register ahead time where every show on Thursday is going to have like an to ASL make it interpreter. available mm-hmm. to make it available. Right. Cause right now, like if you're hard of hearing or deaf, like there's no way for you to enjoy like a second city show. Mm-hmm. And as someone that like can sign, like I, I know like when I used to give tours, um, in sign language, uh, like, in college, like, I only did it twice, but, like, the two times that I did it, it would, like, the parents – Because it would be, like, a hearing kid and then, like, a two deaf parents usually. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, so thankful. And they were, like, saying that they've never had anything like this at the college. Which is crazy mm-hmm. to me because most colleges have, like, at least someone, I would assume, that can sign. Yeah. So, like, there needs to be more of that. There needs to be more closed captioning because, like – there's so much content online. You need to be able to accommodate that. And there's apps that make it really easy for closed captioning now. There's, like, text-to-speech that's making it easier for, you know, people who are watching it who maybe are, like, are blind, for example, right? There just needs to be more accessibility for, mm-hmm. um like, I hope the conversation towards how to accommodate live spaces for, um like, disabled people are – um is becoming more of a thing. Like, I really hope mm-hmm. so, right? Second City is, like, notoriously – um inaccessible Mm -hmm. yeah oh yes
1: yeah I hope that too the the closed captioning thing is a massive uh thing I've been trying to incorporate like in my day job too where um I was in a meeting and I asked about that functionality and they were like oh it's it's actually extra cost and I was like it should not be extra cost you're Mm -hmm. you're this is a thing that people need just like I need a certain thing because I am you know However, I present it should be a given, and so if we, I'm, I'm hopeful that we can all move from that that space and and make these accommodations, not quote unquote accommodations, just givens. You mm-hmm. know, it's like yes, of course, duh. Um, I was thinking something from online shows that I love is is that accessibility, and why can't why can't our institutions have streaming uh at the same time so have a live audience and the sh- a streaming happening at the same time you can charge a, a little bit of a fee for somebody at home to watch it but it it feels mm-hmm. like if i'm homebound or you know i'm in the middle of nowhere i'm a i'm a kid in you know a, a some state that doesn't have access to comedy but i think i'm interested in comedy like opening up those worlds i think is it will be really interesting and it's it's possible we've seen it be possible that we can stream to outer space mm-hmm. if we wanted to you know that's something i want i am hopeful that they they take and and implement felicia do you have any hopes <laughs>
2: I lost them all in the world. Yeah. (laughs) Why? I think think the same thing is accessibility. Um, And I really like that um, we're able to have these. It's easier to have these hard conversations when before I think people shied away from it. And now people are more willing to listen. So that makes me Mm. really hopeful. When it comes to like online shows. um, Yeah, I think the only thing I can think of is accessibility. Because it hasn't. People are still like just putting on characters or like writing sketches, but I can't think of something like from online shows that I've seen.
1: I kind of like what you just said about um, the conversations we've been having and not giving up on that. And I, I think this past year has just been all of us practicing how to have those conversations and being okay with having those conversations. And then so maybe now that we've practiced it enough when we get back in these spaces i think i feel i want i wish i dream that these conversations keep happening because it's it's no big deal we've been doing it we've been talking about it um fingers crossed on that yeah and then on the creation aspect i am genuinely inspired by what certain people have been creating uh Steve, you mentioned it before, the TikTok videos and, like, you know, people getting hired off of Twitter. Uh, and it's just opened up a new way of thinking about how, pe- how people can be creative and who gets to be creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm, I'm genuinely hoping that it's not an SNL visit once a year to a Second City main stage that gets people hired, if that makes sense.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I also is... I mean, I think SNL is moving in a better direction, although I don't know how it's doing popularity or numbers-wise, but I hope that Lately there's it's more... it's been good. What, what, what? It's, it's been good, yeah. It's, it's been, been really
2: good.
0: Yeah, but I hope that there's more, like... I hope there's more content that, like, doesn't... Like, I it just, like, blows my mind that even now, like, I think other than what? Other than Trevor Noah and um Lily Singh, like, every single late-night host is... Every single, like, talk show host is, like, still a white person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? So I hope we have, like, more, like, diverse, you um, know, every identity, like, content that's being allowed. Like, I don't know why we have to have two—I don't know why there's more—there's um, more men named Jimmy— hosting a late night show than there mm-hmm. are Asian people hosting it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, why are there more jimmies than there are Asian people? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's 6 million Asian people in the world and I'm going to assume there's only like a few hundred thousand jimmies. So why are there so many hired. disproportionately more jimmies than there are?
1: Do you guys know as a little not. kid, I genuinely thought it was not allowed that women were could be late night host like I, I thought that was a rule i mean it was yeah. right i because mean it was, a rule. It, it was a rule <laughs> of... but like i yeah. thought like there was as like a legitimate in stone rule against that and like growing up i was always sort of perplexed like well, i don't understand why why i why is dave letterman and jay leno and they're all versions of who's each who's so racist jay leno jay leno is so racist is he so
0: racist he's so a racist and i don't know why americans are obsessed with him because i'm like he's literally said so many like racist asian jokes in the past two years
2: (laughs) and And people forget that two things can exist like you can like this man and think he's funny but he is racist
0: And we should, like, not idolize. That's, like, something that's so strange to me about humans. It's not, like, a Republican thing. It's not a conservative thing. It's not a white thing even. It's just, like, a human thing. And I don't know why we do this. But humans obsess and idolize people so easily. Like, we're so Mm -hmm. obsessed with idolizing people and idolizing things and whatever. And it's, like, why are you idolizing this?
2: He would not have your back like this. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he would not. He doesn't know who you are. Why are you idolizing (laughs) He literally would run away from you if you approached him on the street. Like, why are you idolizing
1: him? He has too many cars. Why are you idolizing him? Jay Leno? Yeah, he's like a car freak. He's got like 100 hot rods or something like that. I don't know.
0: Oh, he also played a car on Cars. Knife that was a, bit. a like he, he literally even he played they had a car with like a huge hood that's like to show his and chin, chin and it yeah. was Jay, yeah like a huge hood to play his chin and it was Jaylen and i was like <laughs> i remember as a kid looking at that being like that's a funky looking car and on a and that's a funky looking human
1: <laughs> but he was the blueprint right for that type of uh that type of role and Surely. like not anymore, right? Amber Ruffin's yeah. out there and she's totally <gasps> blowing the mold open. She's uh, so cute. She's I just got cute. her book. Yeah. <laughs> she's so funny. I also love the way she dresses. I think it's so. I good.
0: love the way, she I love so the way that she talks and yeah. like her, because mm-hmm. her like voice that she does when she's like being sarcastic is like so pleasant.
2: <laughs> her sarcastic yes. voice is
0: so like, <laughs> and that's why I hate this. <laughs> 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 I love her. And her main stage stuff is really good.
1: Yeah. Her, yeah her archive stuff yeah she's she's brilliant so hopeful for more of that and less of jay leno more amber less jay leno is going forward yes <laughs> please um, um yeah i i think yeah so in general i'm just more more hopeful for for these these places to listen um i think writers rooms are changing the way they look and that's affecting a lot of the the content that's coming out which i'm super thankful for and Twitter is so good and also so bad, but mostly good for exposing these things. I've read so many threads about how writer's rooms have existed and how people are like, oh, my God, me too. Oh, my God, me too. And so the more that people are talking about it, things are changing. And we're seeing that with certain shows, right? Right? <clears throat> um, yeah. So, like, that's what I'm super excited about is, is – so we can get some different content that isn't so white centric.
0: Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: You're speaking. It's like you're. It's like you're in my brain, and you're just and you're just speaking. <laughs> like the you're things reading that I think. the
0: script. Yeah, the script that my brain types up. <laughs> um,
2: like, do you guys want to get personal? <gasps> oh yeah, so Let's. I'm ready to cry.
1: A good no, uh I, I was gonna ask you a question. Uh we're, we're speaking broadly, we've been speaking globally. Uh personal hopes for yourself when we all get back together are oh. something Ooh. you specifically. So
0: we are gonna cry.
1: <laughs> we are gonna cry. Yeah. Uh yeah, Let's why don't you speak it start? Why don't you start, why don't you I start, start no, Ashley? I have to start. No, 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 <laughs> no. I like to throw the question out and then pretend like I never asked it and then move on and never have to answer it. <laughs>
2: Um, the yeah, let's speak this stuff into existence. Let's, uh, let's, uh, set our intentions for the, for the future. Ideally in like three years, I'd be in a comedy writer's room, um, Yes. learning and like perfecting and working on these pilots that I'm working on and being more confident in my voice and yes. my story writing and my comedy and just being better and making opportunities for others if I have that platform to do it.
1: Oh my God. That's gonna happen. That has to happen, Felicia. Yeah. Oh You're there's the world needs the world needs to hear more, of
2: Felicia. So <laughs> I yeah. My parents disagree.
0: <laughs> and sometimes parents can be wrong.
2: True. <laughs> yeah. Parents that just don't correct. understand, you know? They don't. What's up, Will? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, Steve, what's yours?
0: Oh, um, I want. I just want to be mentally stable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's delicious. I want
0: mental stability. I'm tired of feeling. I was talking about this with my friend Trisha. Hi Trisha, if you're listening. Trisha Thank Brown. you, Trisha. She Hi. was on my Herald Yay, team.
2: I love Trisha.
0: We love Trisha. <laughs> She's such a good dancer too. Um, but Trisha uh, and I were talking, and it's just like this thing where, for the past year, I have not felt physically exhausted one day, but I've been feeling emotionally and mentally exhausted every single day. And so, like, I can't sleep properly. Like. I feel this like mental exhaustion. I'm just ready to like see people not feel that. I look for and and this is it's been this weird thing for me in this pandemic because even in the past like few weeks I've been booking a lot and mm-hmm. I've been getting a lot of wor- more work than I'd ever gotten before the pandemic, which is I think it's the hair, but I think it's really because <laughs> um, it, hair is like hair is like makeup for guys. Like it just totally transforms <laughs> a guy's face. Do you know what I mean? I <laughs> Anyways, think it's sorry. the
2: personality. Yes. <laughs>
0: I yeah, it couldn't I be I your talent or
2: personality. No, I think
0: that's been barring. <laughs> <laughs> but um so I look forward to that. I look forward to to cuz I I, I, was, as I was saying I look I have been able to work a lot more, but it feels weird cuz it's like you're in a mask the entire time and it's not the same experience obviously and it feels like very much like in and out in and out and you're not really like I don't know, it just it's like a totally different experience. So I look forward to like being able to experience that beyond and I I think that there was, like, a large – and we'll have a conversation, I think, on mental health in a few weeks or whatever. But Mm -hmm. there's, like – I think there was, like – I I know a lot of comedians that have been, like, afraid to get treatment or whatever because they're afraid that if they're, like, not depressed, then they're not going to be funny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sad clown. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I am so in the boat where, like, I'm only good at what I do when I'm, like, not – struggling so for me i look forward to like like and also i i've I've, uh it's been good for me because i've real i've in the beginning of the pandemic i would see people like create stuff that would like go viral or create stuff that like was doing really well on certain apps and i i had like a few tiktoks that did well but nothing like nothing substantial that's been lasting and i was getting really like jealous and i had a lot of professional jealousy that was really hard and um a good thing about the pandemic for me is that i realized like i'm just not like an on online creator like comedian that's just like not who i am and that's okay like i don't know why like i i think like because and i think it took me like booking stuff to realize that for myself is like that my brain just doesn't work that way and it doesn't i don't feel any kind of will to but i know i used to so i may be thinking like I don't have to be that right now, but that can change. And the pandemic has helped me realize like once I'm like in a better place mentally or whatever, like I'm not one of those people that needs this to feel good, but I like making it when I do feel good. So, you know what I mean? Like I don't, but I used to think that I like needed it to succeed and things like that. So I'm I, I think this has been good for me because I've realized like you can detach your art from who you are. The movie Soul helped with that. Um, your your you are you know you don't you can detach your your art and your passion from who you are and you can exist independently instead of needing one to be the other. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's been really good for me Absolutely. to learn.
1: It's that's a lesson that I feel like you would have learned it would have taken longer. I think the pandemic sort of spread out, spread out that pos- process. Yeah. A
0: hundred yeah. percent. And honestly, watching Soul, like honestly, I mean, I know it's like, it sounds yeah. bitty, but really that, that's that like movie, Pixar. that movie did so, such wonders it's for so me good. in terms of like, it's so good. It's so beautiful. And it did such wonders for me in terms of like understanding, okay, you are not your passions. Like your passions are not who you are. You need to live your life like it's your life and not like it's meant for this one purpose because that's not what life is for. And, um, yeah, I didn't. I I never I knew that, and I know artists have said that before. But watching it in a movie actually really helped, like, visualize that for me. So it's been nice because I I I've taken the pressure off of myself to create to feel like I I'm, I'm worth something, and um I'm hopeful to be able to create again for myself, but from a place of like true joy and not necessity.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that.
1: I love that, it, and it kind of segues into something I've I've been thinking about too. Is that that the art of setting boundaries and creating boundaries has been mm. super important for me this past year. Um, the most just, powerful
2: word we have is no. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's and no is a sentence.
1: Yep, no I think Amy Poehler said that in her book. Make no a complete sentence, and that's in, in my in my head a lot. Is uh, um, because I was looking at my count. Cal- I was like, what was I doing this time last year? And I looked at this week that I had, and I was like, what? was I thinking like, um, 10 PM rehearsals. And then the next day work a full job, you know, a full day of work. And then I'm back at a rehearsal or I'm helping write something or this and that. And it just was, it's, it's not, it's Mm -hmm. not healthy. Uh, and so creating boundaries has been super important. And like, so I, I have a, I have a, a sleep disorder, so I don't get I don't get to function as a as like well as a lot of people, other people do. And so being able to sort of accept that as part of my limitations has been this, this past year of like being like, I can't, I know that I will not ever be this person because of this thing. It's not a crutch. It's not a thing that I'm, you know, letting hindering me, but just modifying my life around it so that I can, so I can be a better person and show up in a more whole way for the things that I do, it's less things that I'm doing, but I'm wholly there versus feeling so stretched and, and, you know, not able to
0: quality over quantity. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so it's, it's, that's been super important is for me to like understand, you know, I, I can't, I can't be where I was a year ago. You know, um, I think creatively speaking, I'm sort of in this place where I'd rather, um, be directing and producing and helping People who have ideas sort of get their idea out into the open, and, and sometimes they don't know how. And it's just like, okay, let's figure this out. Um, yeah, the ideal dream would be like right next to Felicia in that writer's room, but I understand. You. <laughs> That'd be dream. We have yeah. two
0: Jordan Peels in our uh, mist. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> I'm just going to fund it all. I mean, Jordan and- Peele is
0: kind of, I mean, Jordan Peele is, um, I have something to tell you about Jordan Peele after offline. I'll tell <gasps> you. <I can't. gasps> <Ooh. laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Getting some hot gas. Yeah. So, boundaries
0: for me. Yeah, he's great at uh, creating. And I think he also had that realization, too, of like wanting to be on the, from that side.
1: Yeah. Reaching back and like making sure people's voices are getting heard and uh, and, yeah. and whatever they're doing so yeah
0: he's great at that what's his production company's name called again? Monkey paw?
1: Monkey paw? Monkey mm. Paw yeah, and it's, great it's the that thing kind of from stuff. Get Out is there, the little yeah. uh, logo which I love every time it comes up it's like a little teacup like
2: I remember I was yeah. so heartbroken at first when he um, started coming out with movies because I was like I don't do scary movies that's mm-hmm. not my life and then now I'm like okay I'll follow you <laughs> <laughs> I'll i mean watch. listen i
0: don't do scary movies either like mid i watched midsummer and i uh, cried the entire time Ugh. um i don't do scary movies like the scariest i'll do is like parasite which isn't like that scary it is it's just like thriller a psychological uh-huh. thriller more so i would say yeah but, um i'm obsessed with get Out. i'm obsessed with us okay i i'm in, i'm in the minority that prefers us to get out um i i'm i know i'm in the minority but it is (laughs) i love us us was so good
2: us was so good i think that what what's so weird for me is how um how like as a society people are like this was better than this or this is in that category yeah i'm like us is a standalone for me and get out is a standalone for me and both 100%. of them were necessary yeah
0: 100 percent. also i found i remember everyone's categorizing get out as a comedy, comedy. and I was, like, I was scared the entire time
2: yeah i was like I was when did i laugh the entire- at the end
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 what's the what's the name of the girl the um the the, the actor that plays Allison the Williams? girlfriend yeah yeah <gasps> Cause I The last thing I had seen her in Was um, Peter Pan
1: <laughs> Oh my god you're right yes. She was
0: Peter Pan I, She's been to other stuff Like girls and stuff I just I hadn't seen her in a long time mm-hmm. So I saw her in Peter Pan I think was I, And I didn't it, it was I had seen her in Peter Pan Like of, like later than So like I had seen it again And it was right before I saw Get Out I think And I remember watching her In Peter Pan And then watching her In Get Out And I was like What a tonal shift This <laughs> is <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a great what a great compliment though for Jordan Peele and like I think any other artist who has ever had this compliment is uh, or this thing said at them is like we don't know what genre your thing is and it's just like good good I yeah, broke well, it. I broke he, it all.
0: <laughs> he he reminds me a lot of Bong Jun ho who directed Parasite because yeah. both mm. of them yes. take from a bunch of genres to make like their own thing and that's what we should be doing like yeah, i think the, like idea that it needs to like sit in tropes and whatever that's another thing that i'm hoping we move away from and corn from because of the pandemic is like this idea that like we don't have to stick by in what institutions tell us or we don't have to stick by what like society tells us we have to do to fit in boxes like do what makes sense because if you look at jordan peele and Pong Jun ho's movies they've been some of the most celebrated movies in the last two years like truly like they've been they've racked racked up awards they've they've received international recognition like both of them are renowned directors now because they don't fit mold and i'm hoping that that's something i'm also hopeful for is that like we're not as bound to like institutional um Metrics, you know yeah. what I mean, like, like, and I'm also hoping like something that I was listening to, um, I was listening to another podcast, my favorite podcast, "Sibling Rivalry" with Bob the Drag Queen and money Exchange. I love um,
2: Bob, I love my <laughs> I love
0: money. I love Bob. Um, but something that they are talking about is how like for like the Grammys, like the awards aren't gendered, but like the Oscars, the awards are, st- and like Emmys, like TV stuff, they are still gendered, and like how they're hoping that there's like a way where we can still provide like equitable access for like female identifying actors and stuff like that but like how do we move in such a way where like the awards aren't necessarily like gendered in like a strict binary anymore or like how do you do it so that like there's still going to be like equitable stuff for like women and um, people of color but like it doesn't have to be gendered anymore do you know what i mean and i'm excited to see like what that looks like too we're
1: having that conversation when like two years ago we were just not we were frustrated that it was you know more white people were nominated for award based on you know, putting up billboards and <laughs> begging for it. But, yeah, we're having this conversation, which is super important. I'm so excited to see see what that that would look like. I am um,
0: yeah. glad we're calling out Hofpa. <laughs> the The Golden Globe Association people. I'm glad we're calling them out. Yeah, I'm glad we're yeah. calling out the Grammys for like yeah. you <laughs> having to like pay out the Recording Association so to get nominated.
1: It's so awful. It's gate. It's a turn. It's a way of gatekeeping, right? And keeping out Michaela Cole, who like didn't get nominated for a fucking Emmy when the the show is or Golden My mind Globe,
0: was right? Blown. Was it Emmy too? Did she Globe, also get non- nominated yeah. for Emmys?
2: I don't. I haven't seen Golden the Emmy Globes nominee list. I, I I can't remember, but I know for the Golden Globe she wasn't, and that yeah, blew and I was like my mind.
0: I was like, you're the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, like you're doing foreign foreign press. Aren't you supposed <laughs> to like people of color? Like, aren't you supposed to like the non-whites?
2: Yeah. Also, <laughs> oh, she's was... British. There's like a double whammy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, she's like
0: British too, like, and she's so good.
2: She's so she's good. She's so good. She's so smart and she's so funny and so, like, heartfelt unapologetic, and gorgeous. Unapologetic. Gorgeous. Like, yeah, gorgeous, wow. gorgeous.
0: I mean, I still think about, I still watch that scene, if I'm ever sad, from Chewing Gum, where the guy, like, comes up and asks for her number, and she, like, grills him, and then she's like, take out your phone. Take out your phone. And he's like, oh, okay. And then she, like, gives him the number. And she's yeah. like, okay, you can go now.
1: <laughs> uh... Yeah. Uh, I think kind of everything we're saying about, about all that is the genre bending and the, making sure we break uh, rewards is like kind of what both of you have said is just like standing firmly in who you are and knowing your point of view and being okay with that. Because we are, we are so used to conforming to the idea of like, oh, I got to be this person on stage so I can get this job. And then you get stuck in it. But like no more of that, it feels like. It's like, no, no, this is my whole self. This is who I am. If you don't like it, that's cool. I'm going to go somewhere else and, you know. Uh, crush it and that's it. That. yeah that's it and that's it. That. so if you don't want me I don't want you either. I don't want you either oh, <laughs> <I know. twins. laughs> oh my god uh, um, yeah any any other things before we wrap today like we're feeling hopeful about I'm I'm just hopeful to be in the same room and do this podcast I know I can't wait for that that'll be so fun and breathing yeah, through, breathe awesome. each other's
2: air
0: I'll, I'll be in California but I'll, uh...
2: We will come to California we'll come We can safely California. get there We will come to California <laughs> uh, Cool so
1: yeah A little bit different of an episode today We just wanted to honor that uh, We are at the There's a light at the end of this tunnel And we are hoping mm-hmm. um, Feeling full of hope and and hoping for more We are going to get back to shit talking comedy In our institutions next week We promise Can't wait can-
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's going to
1: snow in Chicago tomorrow And I'm sure I'll go right back to feeling like <laughs> Shit and depressed
2: and want to like Oh my god it's going it. to snow in Chicago Yeah. I saw that on the weather app and I nearly Passed out I was like yeah. this can't be Chicago well it can be I guess it can- well, <laughs> Makes sense
1: a Snowstorm in June uh, So yeah uh, Hey Steve what are you doing Right after we Stop
0: Um, I have a meeting and then I have to go take my dog to poop. That was not that interesting. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. Why? Go. Can you explain that? I was okay, on he, the he, edge of my seat. Yeah. He
0: has to go poop because he's just been farting up a storm. Oh no! Mm. So I have to go take him to poop, but I haven't been able to take him to poop yet today. Oh, does he That's know it. it's, it's poop interesting.
1: time? He'll know it's poop time.
0: He just like has been doing this thing recently where like when he needs to go. Because he doesn't go at the same time every day, because mm. he's not like one of those dogs, Gosh, okay. which I wish he was. Yeah. Um. And he comes over and he'll start digging the blanket next to me, and then he'll <gasps> fart next to my face.
1: So <laughs> passive aggressive.
0: And then he'll and then he'll get shocked by the fart, and then he'll like lie down next to me, and I'm like, Hmm.
1: Okay. Everyone thinks you're cute. Everyone
0: thinks you're cute, but people should know that you're malicious.
1: Well, to be fair, Steve, it feels like he might have learned that from you is that what you do when you need to go okay
0: through?
2: i have seen steve do that
0: <laughs> felicia did one time cook felicia one time cooked for me and i responded by going to a room i dug up everything i laid out a, 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 a wet fart <laughs> like a nasty wet fart while she was juicing and then i was like i need where's your bathroom <laughs> i need to go out there's yeah. an
1: outside bathroom i could use
0: <laughs> although when that, that day that felicia cooked for me she was like on this like juice she was about to start this juicing <laughs> cleanse do you remember this
2: i do i was insane and she just
0: had like grocery bags full of uh like just vegetables everywhere <laughs> so and i remember looking vegetables. at being like so you were that bitch i knew you were
2: that bitch <laughs> I've never gone back to that life again. Um, it's so much work. It was work. so
0: hard. It was so hard because I was watching her, and it took like it took us like I kid you not, maybe like three business days to make one glass of juice.
2: <laughs> and I was so hungry. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I was, yeah, like- and,
0: it was a, and it was a Friday, so it was like Friday to Tuesday. It was like three business days over the weekend, and I was like, "This is not worth it, Felicia." And she was like, "Steve, this is worth it. Like, we can you do do this?" And I was like, "I'm not."
1: I'm uh, not part of this narrative. <laughs> because of potassium. Yeah. And those things, those like devices to do it is like super expensive and it takes so much time. It's absolutely <laughs> and then you're insane. Hungry.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So she was doing that. Anyway. So Great.
1: So you're going to go uh, poop. Your dog's going to poop. Great, Steve. Uh, I'm yeah. very thrilled we worked in a poop joke there.
2: <laughs> Felicia, what are you up to after this? Oh, I am on season four Mm -hmm. in the middle of Grey's Anatomy. So I'm going to just go ahead and dive right back in um, just to get attached to a character so they can just be brutally murdered in a way (laughs) (laughs) or fired from the show. Or find another the show. way. Is he? Fired and then they just like kill. And then they like, they could just have someone where they're like, oh, this person decided to move to um, Alabama or something, or New York. <laughs> Instead, they're like, oh no, they died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so bad. Mm-hmm. Insane. It's so bad. Uh, all right, great cool. Analogy.
1: I am going to. What am I doing? Um, my dog also needs to go for a walk and poop. She's great. She's the opposite of yours, Steve. She knows when it's poop time. She gets mm. her business done she's super anxious outside so it's not very fun to be outside because she'll Aww. bark at the dogs but it's cool she's gonna go poop so
0: okay so your dog has more discipline
1: <laughs> i didn't say that i didn't say that. <laughs> no, my, dog is,
0: my dog is a monster so it's fine <laughs> dog
1: is a monster my dog Ta-da. would uh lose her shit if she saw your dog and you would be like what why are you doing this that dog is fine you're not doing anything she's on Paxil, you guys
0: <laughs> oh, she forgot. My when dogs bark at my dog, he sits and stares at them,
1: like oh, not I even like that. in a gl-
0: not in a glaring way, in like a.
2: You, you a okay? My
0: my dad said I can't play with you. Yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he just sits and he's like.
0: He just sits and he's just like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh
1: if you calm yeah. down, I think I can play with you. You just have to calm down a little bit. <laughs> he's for
0: sure those kids that like he yeah, he for sure is that kid that's like my 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 dad said I can't play with you, so I'm sorry. <laughs> and then like walked away. Or like he's a kid that like while no teachers run. He's like, My dad said I can't trade lunches with you, so I can't trade things with you, so I can't, sorry. Oh
1: <laughs> that is super precious. I love that. Uh they' think- they probably won't ever be, but if they do, I really want to reenact that while my dog loses her shit and
2: cries. He will it. be in
0: Chicago um, this summer.
2: <gasps> what? I am bringing
0: him with me. We're going to be in Chicago this summer. So we will be there.
2: <gasps> for the whole summer?
0: Uh, for a few, for at least a week and a half, I think, we're going to be there in nice. July.
1: Ooh. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about that offline. We don't want to yeah all your uh, plans. <laughs> oh, yes. I'll be in
0: Chicago in July. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Don't come stalk Steve. Uh, great, we are gonna go try to be decent human beings and uh, get back to talking shit about comedy next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me stop this. Forty-nine minutes. All right, I want to hear your Jordan Peele's story now.